Um, it's like almost 120 mil fall over two meters, which is a fucking joke. G'day and welcome to the Making It With Miles podcast, where we have a chat about all things building and construction. Uh, we also discuss things about the real estate industry through the lens of a building inspector's eyes. We see things a little bit differently to some and um, have a bit more to say. Other than that, we also do a little bit of personal development. So we've got two formats to the actual show. We've got The Shed, which is where we discuss all these things with regards to buildings and real estate, all that type of stuff where I sort of specialize in. And then we also have another format called The Journey. The Journey is where we discuss some personal development things, which I thoroughly enjoy and um, try to help out people the best way we can. This episode will be the shed and we'll be discussing uneven floors in the home. So I posted a video the other day from work about a property I went to and it's gotten uh, heaps of engagement from a lot of people and it seems like a very common issue that a lot of people have come across and were surprised based on how much it was going to cost to fix and just the associated issues that come with uneven floors, damaged foundations, all those types of things. So we're going to just tap into that, um, learn about the type of constructions, um, from the slab construction to a house on stumps, why there's movement, the considerations to understand about the movement and the action steps to put in place to rectify the issues you have. So in this episode, you'll learn a lot about that and you'll understand that it is a costly pain in the ass process. So if you're buying a house, you want to be mitigating this as much as possible. So Sit back, find any value you like, please like, subscribe, and share the show. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, other than that, we'll get straight into it. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to uh, whip out this video and have a bit of a squiz. If you're listening to it, you should probably hear it anyway, but I'll uh, give a bit of a brief overview once it's done, and we'll uh, go from there. Let's get into it. A friendly reminder to people buying old shit houses. This floor is cooked. So what yeah. we're looking at here is two cooked. meter level across one like bedroom. It's sitting about 80 mil right. of fall. The floor is fisted. So I can almost kiss my now, fist. Now to fix that, you need to lift everything back up to the right height. Fix all the stumps. Ridiculous. That's not how houses are built. But they've gone ahead. Um, and in this situation sex, too, they've done renovations on the property bathroom. as well. So they've actually... So it's all done back They're the working on a house that's subsided. So if you fix you that subsidence, all that work they've done in that renovation cause area is going to be a complete waste of time. Uh, because so everything else spend the money, is knackered. So fix everything below ground, that's, subfloor, uh, that's where we're at with that. So drainage, when you're walking through these properties, you really plumbing, want to feel the floors and feel how uneven the floor, they are and if there the are going to be any stuff. concerns or issues well, be based on the time. footings, which is a friendly reminder to people. So one thing to um, understand from this video is that... Um, is that it was very common. It, there was a lot of people that had a lot of engagement with it and a lot of people have noticed subsidence in their properties and they wanted to know a bit more about it. Uneven floors in the home, what do you do? All right, pretty straightforward. There's going to be two types of constructions we're going to discuss, concrete slabs and concrete on stumps, all right? These are the two most common types of constructions that we have in Australia, so we're just going to stick with that. Concrete slab, pretty straightforward, big slab of concrete. Concrete stumps is when you might have um, brick, uh, sorry, you might have brick piers all around around the house and concrete stumps in the middle. So you have like a subfloor area, or it might just all be on concrete stumps, or it all might be on timber stumps. Okay, so it's just there's a cavity underneath the home. It's all propped up. Um, any of those options is what we're going to be discussing. Now, why is there movement? Now, 
couple of things we're going to go through. We're going to go through why there's been movement and then what to do associated with each of those steps. So the first one is plumbing is undermining the foundations. So the biggest thing that does lead to these major movement issues and are these uneven floors in property is the footings, the foundation systems is failing. Okay, so the stumps that the house is sitting on are sinking or the concrete slab that it's sitting on is sinking and has cracked or movement like that. Now, what that is, is the water's been getting into the footing system or underneath the foundations and it's washing it away. So there's no more founding depth. There's nothing that's the, the, the concrete and all the stumps are sitting on. It's just washed away. It's all the dirt. So that is one of the biggest um, reasons for movement in homes. So that is the first one as to why there is movement. Next one is slab heave and general movement. So with in slab heave, it's um, when the slab um, expands and contracts based on the soil underneath expanding and contracting. So you get a lot of hairline cracks in um, concrete slabs, which is completely acceptable and normal. Um, and that the reason behind that is because the soil underneath the slab is, say, dry, and the soil to the outside of the slab is wet. And this differential sort of moisture in the ground is what can lift and drop and lift and drop the concrete slab. So there's a bit of determination, like if you've got water leaks underneath the house, underneath the concrete slab, you know, you'll get more moisture in one area, which will rise and subside and it's based on the soil type. So there's a lot of things that go into it, but we're going to call slab heave just general movement uh, for concrete slabs. Anything outside of that is really like a major structural issue. And then general movement stumps as well is again, is just the soil contracting and subsiding and just you'll get general movement in concrete um, stumped homes or timber stumps homes, things like that. Now, the next one is stumps. Uh, so something with a subfloor and water leaks. So what we're looking at here is you're getting a, you're getting a heap of water uh, getting under the house. It might just be a, a water point that's leaked or a storm water point that's just flowing onto the ground. This is what's going to lead to significant movement and then that subsidence in those um, stumps, with it, which causes those uneven uh, uneven floors um, in most of those areas. Now, the other one is stumps and termite damage. This one is a scary bastard. So this is um, in that subfloor area. Now, with the concrete slab, the house sits on the concrete slab. With a uh, house on stumps, you've got a whole entire timber subfloor structure. Um, and when that gets eaten out, that can lead to these uneven saggings in floors and issues like that. Um, but more so with the termite damage, it's more of a safety and structural concern. Like it's, you know, you might have concrete stumps, but then the whole structure is collapsing around it because there is no structure left. It's all been eaten apart. So that's a major one that you really want to understand if you've got it or not. Um, and the other one is stumps, which is wood decay. Okay, so if there's timber stumps still in place, they're still timber and nothing's been done for a hundred years or however long they've been sitting in the ground for and they're just decaying again you're gonna get that subsidence and that movement um, in that home as well all right now the considerations about the movement so with all movements other things you need to do and implement to get a good understanding of the root cause to the movement itself now Further investigations will always be needed to really determine best as practical what that's going to look like. So you can't just walk through the house, uh, you feel the floor under you is subsiding and it dips and dives. You can't just make a determination that it's this for this reason until you do some further investigating. That is on every house. 
Now, what that looks like is doing a plumbing inspection. So again, there's a lot of things here related to plumbing, which is what leads to these major movement issues. So it's running cameras through stormwaters and sewer drains, making sure they're all in working order. Um, it might be looking at further investigating the drainage around the house to make sure that any surface water is sort of got to get getting captured. It's not pooling or, you know, you're not sitting next to a hill and all the water comes down, it's sitting against the house. Again, that can cause that movement in the floor or when it rains, all the water just runs straight through the middle of the house underneath it, you know, and you find the middle of the house is subsiding and sinking. Um, there's that component as well. Now, the next is subfloor inspections. Pretty obvious. You want to look underneath the house to see if there's been any termite damage. You want to see if there's been any plumbing leaks, all those types of things, all right? So this is the sort of considerations you need to understand to, instead of just walking through the house, you need, there's a few other steps that need to be taken to really determine what the exact issue is, okay? So you can walk through a house and you can feel it's a little bit, you know, might be a little bit springy in the floor and, um, that could be for two reasons. It could be from termite damage, which is something you really should be shitting yourself about, or it could just be from just sagging of the timbers over a long period of time, and it's nothing of concern at all. Once you do that subfloor inspection, you will determine what it is. One can cost you $10,000, $15,000, I don't know how much the termites have eaten, and the other one is going to cost you probably a tube of silicon or glue to stop the squeaking and you move on. So easy. Okay, so we've walked through the house. Uh, we know it's uneven. We know there's some issues there. We understand now why there's movement. Okay, there's a few other, there's a few reasons what it could be, uh, and we've also done our best uh, due diligence, and we've done our consideration. So we've done our plumbing inspection. We understand what's happening there, and we've also you know, inspected the subfloor. We've done as best as practical to get a good scope of what's actually um, occurring at this property. Now, these are the action steps to take for each reason as to why there's movement. The first one we went through was the plumbing undermining the foundations. Now, you rectify all in-ground plumbing issues. You fix all the stormwater, all the sewer, any water points, anything like that is fixed and rectified. Now, based on the extent of the damage, you may need to engage an engineer and an underpinner to further do um, treatments to the property. If there's some minor plumbing issues, just say like there's one connection on like maybe one stormwater pipe or something that hasn't been causing too much drama and the soil around is still pretty um, firm and solid and it's not washed away into nothing, for me... You patch the cracks if they're in the brickwork or inside the house. You just patch the cracks and you continue to continue to monitor it. If for some reason it, the cracks come back and they're significant and they're just getting worse, well then you might have to go on and do those underpinning um, situations or restumping and just further mitigate that uh, movement. Now the next one we went through was the slab heave and general movement. Additional drainage around the home, mitigate water against the home, reblock stumps. Now. We'll go through those individually. Additional drainage around the home. The reason for slab heave and or general movement in properties is because of water, usually surface water. And so if you can try to get as much moisture and water away from the house as possible by adding aggie drains, um, that is one step. All right, mitigate water against the home. Again, you might have footpaths that just fall back towards the house or it might just be all the earth around the house is a lot higher and sort of falls towards the house. You've got to add drainage. You want to get at, get that water away from the property as much as practicable and especially if it's running underneath the house. Divert the water around it. Just get that water away. It's a, a pain in the ass. Um, in these situations, if you've got sort of general movement, especially with stumps, it can just be simply as re-blocking the stumps, okay? That's just that's just a re-leveling process. So you might find there's a you know, 10 mil fall, 15 mil floors. There's, bit of fall in a couple of areas okay you look under the house it's completely bone dry 
there's not really a big deal going on. There's no water leaks. Might have been some past water leaks that just, you know, they never re-stumped, not re-blocked it. That process is pretty straightforward. They just literally lift the timber frame up, put some packers between the stump and the timber um, substrate, level the house out, crack on. All right. Next one we've got is stumps water leaks. So, um, Again, you know, you've got a subfloor system. You're underneath the house. You can see that there's been leaking water. So what you want to do is you want to fix the water leak. You want to dry out the subfloor. You want to restump if major or reblock if minor and continue to monitor. So we'll go through that step by step. There's a water leak underneath the house. It's going everywhere. It's a pain in the ass. Fix the water leak. Pretty obvious. You want to dry out the subfloor. All right. So you want to really want to make sure there's either install vents or you can temporary high vents um, just to get that moisture out. Restump if it's major. So if you've got some significant subsidence in those areas, just restump it. Don't try worry about reblocking it. Stumps and termite damaged areas. So we're looking at our subfloor. The things that you need to consider here is you're underneath the house. You've seen that there's termite damage. Right. Next step is to do an invasive inspection of the home. This is where termite damage scares the shit out of me. So. They can eat one little length of timber and then go up inside the wall, go up to one piece of timber and then eat the whole roof, all right? Or they can eat the whole wall apart. This is how the bastards work. So what you want to understand is how they got in and then where they've ended up. And the only way to do that, there's no special camera. There's nothing like that that can see through walls. The thermal cameras can only see active termites, like inside walls and nests and all that sort of shit because it's more of a thermal-generated issue. You've got to rip plasterboard off. You've got to have a look inside the walls to understand what needs to be rectified. Other than that, you've got to replace all damaged timber work. And on top of that, you've got to do a termite treatment. So if you're walking through a house, the floors are uneven. You know it's on, a, you know it's on timber stumps, it's a timber substrate, and it's a bit springy in a few areas or it's a bit soft in a few areas, there could be two things. It could be... It's termite damage and half the house could be eaten away or it could just be some just general movement and just a bit of spring in the floor from when it was built. So there's two extremes to it. That's why some people, when they do go through properties, they freak out when the floors are uneven or bouncy. Um, but you need to do that extra step and sort of further investigate. That's why when you get subfloor access, pff, solves the problem. You can just make, an under, make a determination there on the spot um, so you can uh, make an informed decision when you buy the property. Now, the last one is wood decay for stumps. And this is pretty simple. Back in the day, they put stumps in the ground that were timber. And timber, if you didn't understand, if, when it sits in the ground for a long period of time, it decays, all right? It just turns to shit and you've got to replace it. So a lot of homes these days have been restumped, but there's still a lot of properties out there that are sitting on tree stumps and red gum stumps and all those types of things. So my recommendation, even if the home hasn't subsided significantly, Okay, I believe that at some stage the home's going to have have issues and you're going to have to replace them anyway. So you can either continue to monitor them and just maintain them and get your termite treatments to mitigate any risk of them getting eaten apart um, and you fix your drainage so there's no moisture for it to decay. You can do that or you can replace all the timber stumps with concrete stumps and then put forth your termite treatments to mitigate any termites coming up past your concrete stumps around them and into your concrete, uh, your timber floor. Um, that is something to consider as well. So more or less, if you're buying a house, living in a house, selling a house, any of those types of things, and you're walking through the property itself and you feel that the floors are uneven, okay, you need to understand there's a few more steps that need to be taken to determine how bad that is. If it's just some general movement, if it's major structural movement, if it's termite damage, 
there's some things that need to be put in place to help you understand what these issues are. You're going to need a professional to really look through it. And if you do come across a water leak or you do come across um, termite damage, these are the steps to take to ensure it is rectified adequately and you will have no further issues moving forward from that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the um, Making It With Miles podcast. If you have any questions or queries, chuck it in the um, Spotify Q&A section. I'll get into those and answer some questions best as practicable. And um, other than that, please give us a rating. I'd really appreciate it. And I will see you on the next one. Hooray.